We have a special edition of Talent Talk in episode 54 as we feature Don Roskick and Antonia Harrison, A-Sun Beach Volleyball pair of the tournament and UNF Beach Volleyball's 2021 title run. The duo won the clincher in the semis and finals, and today we talk about that and the journey to bring the title back to UNF. Enjoy. Welcome back to edition number 54 of Talent Talk, riding the high of an A-Sun championship. We have UNF Beach Volleyball's top pair, Donna Roskick, Tony Harrison. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having us. So just give a quick intro. A lot of people know you after last weekend in particular, uh, but just give a quick intro. I'm Antonia. Um, I'm a senior. I'm from New Zealand. And um, yeah. Um, I'm Donna, and I am a redshirt sophomore, and I'm from Toronto, Ontario, and this is both our third years at UNF. All right, so you guys had a lot of success on the courts uh, individually and as a pair prior to last uh, last tournament, the ASUN Championship, uh, but you guys really were able to put it on display for everybody to see in the tournament and the last two matches in particular. Um, for context, you guys, you know, won the championship, but you won it in the third set, three to two, not once, but twice, uh, FGCU and Stetson. What, looking back on it right now, what is it like to, you know, to know that you guys achieved that? What is it like to, to have that be reality right now? It's kind of like a crazy thing. Cause I mean, like, our fours and fives, like, really set the tone throughout those matches. Like, they just dominated those first two games. And so it's obviously a lot easier going into your match knowing that you're already 2-0 up. Like, the, all the pressure's on the other teams. So you, you're just so free to play and free to just do your own thing and just control your controllables. And it was nice to – it's always a weird feeling when everyone kind of, like, rushes to your court and then we're all switching sides together and everyone's beside you. But it just felt so cool, calm, collected in that moment. And – it was awesome to, to get that win. And we, me and Donna always joke that we're just, we're very good at three setters. We never like to get it done in two sets. We just like to play a lot of volleyball. So um, it was just, it was fun. This year we were actually 100% wins in third sets. So yeah. we're going into those matches one to three. I was like, Tony, we are not breaking the streak right now. We got to keep it going. And it's just, it's such an incredible feeling like having your entire team just like the unity within that those matches is incredible because obviously it is coming down to us too. And the team also always has a job. Like they are cheering, they're, you know, helping us throughout every single point and trying to get into the, the opponent's heads, which is super beneficial for us. Um, in my opinion, it seemed like you guys were able to get um, into the opponent's heads a little bit and you guys seemed very calm and collected in the third set. So props to you for that. Um, that is a lot of pressure, especially going against Costa and Perales, a very good pair. Uh, is that something that you guys take pride in or do you work on that specifically to really, you know, manage your mental game? Yeah, that's definitely a very important part in beach volleyball, just because obviously you have to be physical to win, but at the same time, you know, a game plan could be just against you and you have to know how to break through having every single point come at you. And I think that throughout the year, we did a really good job of that. You know, we always expected that they're probably going to serve one of us as opposed to kind of going back and forth between us. And the mental game is so important in beach volleyball, just being able to 
rely on your partner and you that's like pretty much it you know you can talk to your coaches between side switches or timeouts but that's it other than that it's you and your partner and you have to be so mentally strong to be able to push through those really hard points and those hard sets to be able to succeed tony anything to jump on with that um, something that I think Coach did a really good job of this year was really like mentally preparing us. Like we started working with one of the sports psychologists on campus. Um, so that was awesome. And I know like for me, um, I like worked a lot on visualization. And when we when it came down to those third sets, like in my head, I think part of just being so like cool, calm and collected was just like I had visualized being in that exact same situation since like the beginning of fall. Um, so it's kind of awesome to like be in that situation. I was like, this is what I've been preparing for. <laughs> so before we, sorry, cut you off. Anything else you wanted to add? Okay. Well, before we go into more of the nitty gritty about those two matches, um, going back the whole year, you talk about going back to the fall and what was that grind like this year to really persist and be consistent? Um, cause you guys had to make a lot of sacrifices due to COVID. Um, and you guys had to wait, you know, obviously you had to miss the spring season, uh, the majority of it. And, and you had to wait and then you had to sacrifice. You couldn't really go out as much. You couldn't do things that you wanted to do. You probably had to be more conscious of what you were doing. What was that sacrifice like? That, that was, um, looking back on it now, it all seems worth it. But at the time it's, it's obviously pretty rough, you know, like me and Donna have been able to go home and see our families or, um, so that kind of gets a bit lonely. And like you said, we went, um, our safety and our team safety was our number one priority and having to test negative. So, you know, like at the time it kind of sucked, but, um, you know, we found ways to adapt. We found ways to um, keep ourselves like mentally, like happy and strong, like throughout those times. And like I said, it's it's awesome that it's, it all, was all made worth it when we won. So it was all worth it in the end, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Donna, anything you want to chime in with? Yeah, obviously, you know, having her spring season canceled was awful last year. And so I think for me going into like our fall season and our spring season, I knew how much, how detrimental it was to like everyone to have, you know, worked so hard and just not be able to do anything with it. So going into fall and spring, I was like, I don't want to put my team at risk. I don't want us to you know, not be able to play another spring season. So those sacrifices were all worth it. And it turned out for the best this year. So cycling back now to the, that, that, uh, the tournament, uh, it was a little bit of a rough start after you got that win against JU, you, you fell to FGCU, which has really been a toss up this year. Really. It's always a battle. Um, especially you guys with Borgiati and Garter at the top. Um, you know, what was going through your guys' mind leaving the courts on day one after that loss to FGCU? So obviously it's tough because then we had to have an even longer way back to the championship match. But I think, you know, we were, I think, 4-0 and against Borgiotti and Garter. So it was bound to happen at some point. And I'm glad that it did happen when it did, as opposed to, you know, in a semifinals or a finals match. And I think that it was really important just to kind of, obviously you have to deal with a loss at some point in your career. And I think that it was a really good time to just kind of like get our heads back straight and be able to figure out what it is that they did better than us and what we didn't do as well and use that for the next time that we matched up against them. 
Tony, anything that you were trying to do and really hone in on after that day? Well, like Donna said, you know, we had played them. That was our fourth time playing them. So good by them by doing their homework and figuring out what we had constantly scored against them because that didn't work in that game. So, like, we were just kind of like, after the game, we were obviously mad that we lost, but, like, it happened. There was nothing we could do about it. And we were even, I think, even hungrier from that game because we were just like, that's the one time you're going to get us, like, we want we are going to work our way back to play you again and when we see you again like it's going to be a different result so I think we were hungrier from the end that led into going down through like the losers bracket and playing um to get back up to that spot like I think our whole team was just hungrier because like we've beaten them we know we can beat them and it's just a just we, we just had to do it so so after that you guys had to beat Mercer and then Coastal that second day um, not to, you know, look down on them at all, but you guys were higher seeds and pro- and definitely the favorites in those matches, but you still had to lock in and win. Um, getting those two wins that day, what did, what did that do for your confidence um, going into that final day? Was that a good day for you guys to kind of reset as a team? Um, it's, <laughs> I didn't play my – me and Don ended up losing our game against Coastal. Mm-hmm. Uh, just – I think, like you said, we did kind of look over them and they came out and they were hungry and they, they played they played great volleyball and we didn't. So um, that was kind of like, because we won against Mercer and that was kind of just like a check, check the box kind of thing. But then with Coastal, I think that was kind of just like, dang, like every single game from here on out, like we have to bring it. And Cal- Kelly and Taryn came in clutch and got us that third win to get through to that semifinal. So um, that was just kind of like an extra... Like, we cannot be doing this. This is like, we're going to championship Sunday. We cannot be bringing anything less than our best. So that was kind of another, um, I guess, hunger boost for us. Yeah, it was definitely a reality check for us because, you know, obviously we were not performing our best, but we knew that in order for us to, you know, pass semifinals and win the ASIN championship, we had to bring it all, like put it, lay it all out, you know, it's like our, it's our last day playing together ever. We went into like every match saying that, like this could be the last time we play together. And I was like, well, we might as well just go all out and just win it, you know? So mm-hmm. I think, yeah, our, our day against Mercer and Coastal was definitely kind of just put us into the mindset where we have to be our best in order to win. Yeah, Coastal's top pair, very another really good pair in the league. Um, not, you know, you guys obviously didn't get to see them this year. You were supposed to play them at Florida State, but didn't get that chance. So I'm sure that kind of factored into the newness of that match in that moment. Um, that night, going into Sunday, uh, what was kind of preparation like? What is preparation like in beach volleyball world the day before? Um, that night, Tony and I had to talk, I had to take a little talk to each other because obviously we fell to Coastal and we were just kind of struggling through some partner things. And so we sat down and just like talked it out and we were like, okay, like tomorrow we're going to have to, you know, not do that again. And we have to be our best and just like trust each other, trust one another. So that was definitely a part of our preparation. And I think just making sure to take care of yourself, recovery, hydrating is like super important and make making sure to fuel your body really well. 
speaking of hydration, I know the next day was a hot day. You guys had ice bags on your neck, you know, in between trying to cool off as best you could. Uh, Deland, Florida in late April is definitely not, um, it's definitely not February. Some of those February matches that you guys have uh, throughout the season. So you, ha- you start the day off and, and FGCU is on the docket to start. You guys get off to a good start as a team, but then it does come down to you guys. Um, go into that last set. It was an even tighter third set than you guys had against Stetson in the third set. Um, describe, describe what it's like to be in a moment like that. You know, does it really feel when you're playing like you're in a third set? Does it just feel like another set of volleyball in the moment? I think just from how many times we've gone to third yeah. sets, it just feels like another game. And because you're kind of having all those people on your court, it kind of adds to the effect of just like you're just in your own bubble. It's just you and your partner. It's just you guys doing your thing. And honestly, like it becomes kind of like a blur. Like I had to watch back the game, like both against Florida Gulf and against Titsu, because I was like, I just kind of blacked out. It was just kind of we were just playing and things just happened. And so, um, yeah, it really just feels like another another match. And then, um, you because you just got to focus on getting one point at a time. There's no point in worrying about, am I going to win this set? Am I going to not? Like, you just have to get that one point in time and earn that, earn that win. And then it's also a great feeling when everyone rushes on the court afterwards as well, because, um, you know, everyone's worked hard to get that, to get to that position. So, it's a nice little celebration. I think third sets, third sets are like a blessing in disguise because it really makes you realize how important every single point is because, you know, you give away one point on like a missed serve and then you give away another one and they're ahead two points and they only need 13 more. So it's, it's definitely, it's really important because every single point matters. And I think that that helps me a lot in keeping my focus and, you know, playing my A game and just bringing everything out onto the court. So were you guys cognizant of what was going on around you at the other pairs during that day against Florida Gulf or during that match against Florida Gulf Coast? Like, were you aware of the team score? Sometimes, yes, we'd look over and see kind of what's going on. But, you know, once obviously we see everyone lined up on our (laughs) court, we kind of know that it came down to us. So it's, it's, can be nerve-wracking but at the same time it's it's like a motivator you know you're not just doing it for yourself you're doing it for your teammates for your coaches for your parents watching so yeah sure so so you get the win against florida gulf coast you get rushed you know the you get rushed by your teammates it's kind of like i was looking at it it was kind of like in basketball you might hit a buzzer beater to tie the game to go into overtime but now you got to play again and you guys had to play stetson so were you kind of like to your teammates, like, get off me, I'm not done? Like, what was that moment like? <laughs> you definitely want to, like, appreciate that moment in itself because that's still a huge achievement to, you know, we played – that was our, what, fifth time playing Florida Gulf, so that's still, like, an awesome victory to have. Um, but, you know, like, we, we were in that moment and then Coach gave, like, a really awesome motivational speech and we're just like, we are just one – one game away, three wins away from a championship. So it's also just like you want to stay on that high and keep that going into the next game. Um, but then also like Stetson's a completely different team from Florida Gulf, so you have to just like refocus. Um, and we've played so many games back to back throughout the season that it was just kind of like we've been here before, we've been tired, it's been hot before. Um, you know, we've we've grinded through three-hour practices and then conditioning after practices. If we can do that, we can grind it out for just this one last game all of us for the whole season so 
So were you guys aware going into that match of kind of the the tail of the tape between you and Stetson? You know, the last time you guys had beaten them, it was actually kind of a mirror image of what you guys did this time. It was in the championship match. It was a 3-2 win. Were you aware that that had happened and you guys were trying to break that streak? I mean, I definitely just wanted to finally put an end to, to Stetson's win. Yeah. So, yeah, I knew kind of the history between like Stetson and North Florida, but I didn't really think too much of it. I was just like, this is our own story. Yeah. We're going to do what we need to do. And if it matches theirs, cool. But, you know. Fair enough. Playing that game, like we had lost against Stetson three times, 5-0, which was, it, it's rough. And I think everyone like carried that, um, those lessons from those games into uh, the championship match. Because like, honestly, we had nothing to lose. Like you can't really, and this is going to sound bad, but you can't get much worse than losing three times 5-0. So we really had nothing to lose. And like there's, we well, obviously the underdogs. So like you may as well just try and ball out and this is our last game of the season. So give it everything you've got. And I think everyone did that. So before your match, you guys got up to a 2-0 lead thanks to Southern, pair, Southern play at the fours and fives. Um, just want to put it, uh, give you guys the table to, uh, or give you guys the, the podium to talk about, you know, Lauren and Carly at that position and then Carolyn and Chantel, anything that you guys want to say for the rest of your teammates? I honestly, I have told them so many times, but I'm so happy with how they played and, you know, Obviously, it was it was a struggle trying to find partners for a majority of the season. You know, Lauren and Carly were moving between the threes, fours, and Chantal and Carolyn were not partners at the beginning of the season. So it, it was definitely a new partnership that they had to work through. And I think, especially for Carolyn being a senior, having that be her last game, she just balled out. You know, they didn't let anything affect them. They, they were, you know, they set the tone for our games, you know. We, if we were down 0-2, it would obviously be a lot harder to get back and win that 3-2 match. But because of them, we were able to have that confidence going into our own match. Like, we just need to win one. We were telling the other two pairs, like, we just one of us three needs to win this one game, and then we win a some chance. So I, I'm so happy with how they, like, played throughout their whole season and how they ended it off. And I think that they really just left it all out there. They played their hearts out. Always talks about like playing your best when your best is needed, and they did exactly that. And because like all the energy, I mean, I when I watch back on ESPN, like I hope that people can just like hear us and just like feel the energy because it was just like it just felt like a North Florida storm, honestly. Because everyone on the sidelines was just so hype, like there was just so much energy created from those matches that like just followed through. And they just, they played insane. And it was just like amazing to watch. And I was like, if they can do it, anyone can do it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you guys have always brought that, you know, ever since that I've started covering you guys and whoever, whoever is finishing last, I mean, it's a horde around, around that court as a lift. Uh, so you guys are up 2-0, but things started to turn and Stetson took the first set in all three courts. But you guys won that key second set. What started to click and turn at that point for you guys? We definitely made a change in our game plan. We started serving um, Anna instead of Carly. And so I think that was, it was just, you know, something new to look at and try and give, you know, the other partner a chance to 
hopefully not play as well. And I think that was really important because if we had kept going at Carly, no one knows what would have happened, but she had a really good first set. So we were like, okay, we need to make a change. You know, maybe it's not for the better, but we might as well do something new, give them a new look. And I think that that was a game changer. And that was pretty much, I think, just our game plan and our focus in defense and in offense was super important there. It was also, I think Donna said this was just like, if this is going to be our last set, because I know that like going into that game, especially against Carly and Anna, like they're a solid team, a very solid team. So not that I didn't think we we're going to win, but I was kind of like, this is, this is going to be a battle. And so we were just kind of like, if this is going to be our last set of volleyball, you know, we lost the first set, if this is going to be our last set of volleyball, why not go out playing our best ball? You know, like you'd rather play your best volleyball against a team like that. And so if you lose, you can just be like, you know, I did my best. They're just a better team on the day. Um, and so I think that kind of just like relieved like a little bit of pressure from us and just kind of just like allows to be free and just like just play ball. And it was nice that we did that and got to finish on a high. So you're going to the third set, you got off to a hot start um, and you guys were just playing great. Donna or uh, Tony, you were, I don't, I wish they kept track of how many blocks you had. I mean, it seemed like you were blocking every time, you know, and, and that's hard to do in beach volleyball when, people don't understand that in indoor, you know, you're going to have a lot of people at the net, but you're going to have one in beach and they had the whole net to work with. Um, you guys really, you guys really played off of each other. And, and Donna, you had some um, very impressive points and always being crafty with the ball too. Um, so you guys mixed it up. Well, uh, is that, you know, you guys took over the top pair midway through the year and started playing some of those top teams um, did you, you know, when you went to that third set, did you guys feel like all that experience right there is, wow, that we got, we have the experience that we need as a top pair to really take care of them in the third? Yeah, I think just like, um, because we had a lot of success in that position, because like I say, we've been in a lot of three sets before. Um, I know that I just felt so confident in us because we've been in the situation before and we've come out the win before. And like me personally, I was still riding the high from us winning that second set by a lot. So I was just kind of like, once we won that second set, I was just like, there is no way that there's no way they're beating us. Like, this is our game. This is our match. Like, we're going to take it home. Yeah, I think just being um, exposed to so many third sets this year <laughs> the ones pair had really prepared us for that because I think Tony and I are a really mentally strong team and third sets come down to a lot of that because you know it could go either way obviously you were able to split the first two sets but you know the one that is physically stronger and mentally stronger is going to win that third set so uh they had a couple errors that I think there was maybe a ball handling error. Um, a few more, they were in, uh, uh, Costa was in the net another time. You guys stayed away from that. Um, and you guys played your game. Uh, was that really something that you, you said, we're not, we're not going to give away points in this third set. I think, well, obviously every game right. we try to avoid that, but I think that we do a really good job of just kind of, you know, if they earn their points, you know, they're going to whatever, get the lead. But I think that we don't give away a lot of points. You know, 
we focus at the beginning of the season, we would miss a lot of serves, but then, you know, getting down closer to a sun, we were like, this is not like who we are. We're in the ones pair and you can't afford to miss a serve at a crucial time. So I think for Tony and I, we just kind of know what is needed and in the ones it's always neck and neck, no matter who you play, that is the school's top pair. You are going to be playing the best team that they have. So you can't afford to be giving away points like that. So Donna, you set to Tony and Tony, you killed it for the last one, destroyed that one. <laughs> it was an emphatic kill. It wasn't like, I'm just going to roll this over the tape and we're going to win. You were able to put a, you know, a statement kill on that last one. You get rushed. What's that? Just take us through that like two, three minute period right there of celebrating. Do you have any memories of what happened at that point? Honestly, so there's there's a picture of me looking at Tony and then going and and hugging her. And to me, that moment felt at least like a minute long. But obviously, when I looked back at the you know video on ESPN, everyone stormed us like right away. But it was like that moment felt so long, and it, it was so nice, and I was so happy because. I, I, I honestly really wanted Tony to get that last point because, you know, I know how much she's worked hard and like how much she's put in that I, I did not want to get, get it. I was like, please serve my partner and like, let her get this pill. And it was, it was just, it was such an amazing moment. And it was just, it was so good to have, you know, the entire team there with us and just be, be unified. It was it definitely, I like I said, I had to go watch it back because it still just all feels like a blur. Like, um, I just remember, like, I was hugging Donna and then suddenly everyone was there and I was just like, should I be crying? Like, I don't know what I'm meant to be feeling right now. Like, it was just, I was just so happy. And then we we're just going around, like, hugging everyone from the team. And we we're like, everyone said, just saying to each other, like, I'm so proud of you, like, stuff like that. And then hugging coaches as well and just being like, thank you so much for everything you put into this team. Like just giving them such a big hug. Um, Cause I know they were just ecstatic as well. So it's, it's an unreal feeling and I'll never forget just being able to just like put that ball away and then just like, it happened. <laughs> so quick, quick shout out to Stutson's ESPN crew for capturing the moment, but also I've heard the name is slipping me of the staff photographer. They had the key is you want to shoot the side. So where you can see the reactions of the team, the bench. And they did that. So we were able to get that shot. I know what you're talking about, Donna. I was waiting for that picture all day. We got that picture and I said, this is great. This is exactly what you could have asked for. And even better for you guys, you get to have that picture as a lifelong memory thing that you can look back on always, which is, those are a couple awesome shots. Um, hands down. Got NCAA Beach Volleyball uh, Photo of the Week as well, rightfully so. Uh, so I'm glad that the voters came out and voted for us that week so um everything's going on you end up getting paired of the tournament uh you you know, all you know more awards for the team trophy presentation what what did your phone look like when you got back to it <laughs> <laughs> there, there were a lot of messages <laughs> just like a lot of texts a lot of calls uh, my parents back in New Zealand they were they had been up since because 11 in the morning in Florida time is two in the morning in New Zealand. So they had been up mm -hmm. and they were just so happy. <laughs> they were just so proud. And there were alumni texting us. There, were, It was, it was awesome. And I was just kind of like, I looked at my phone and I was just like, oh, I'll deal with that later. <laughs> it was too much. <laughs> yeah. You probably needed an hour just to go through everything. I'm sure. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Donna uh, and Tony, what what were some of those first conversations that you had? Who are some of the first people that you called or texted or what were some of those exchanges like? Um, well, mine was definitely my parents just because they unfortunately were not able to be there to watch and they had been there at the last um, ace and championships that we had. So they've been following along and they kind of hacked into ESPN to be able to watch. They're, <laughs> uh, they're not, they, they can't really do that in Canada, but they were able to watch, which I'm so happy about because it's hard, obviously being away from family and them not being able to be in my volleyball life directly anymore because of COVID. So I was talking to my parents and they were super happy and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll call you guys later. I got to go now. But yeah. One of the first people just cause I'm, I'm a big hugger. So the, one of the first people that I went and hugged was um, the Galinas family, just because like they have just been my, my family away from family. And like, they obviously come to every single game to watch Lauren. Um, but they were just like, they have just been such huge impacts in my life. And I was just like, I just gave them a big old hug and I was like, thank you for keeping me in America. Thank you for like all your support. Um, and then I called my parents and I was just like, all the sacrifices have been worth it. Like all the tears, all the highs and lows, like they've just all been worth it. And my parents are just like so happy. They were smiling from ear to ear. So it was, it was awesome. Yeah. Go into that unique the unique struggle of not being able to be around family during this year and also not, not, you know, in, in the beach volleyball world there, it isn't like some of the other sports where they can watch every match too. You know, it's still growing in that element, go into that. And you know, what struggle, what the struggle has been like. The Galena's family also, cause they were like me and um, Donald would be on the same court as Lauren and Carly. So they would actually set up a live stream on, that's awesome. um, on Facebook. So my parents would get to watch, which like, is just, I'm so appreciative of my parents were so appreciative of. Um, and like I said, they'd still be up in the morning, two in the morning to watch those games just because they were just so bummed that they couldn't come because they were planning on coming last year. <clears throat> and then, COVID happened and our season got cancelled because, um, you know, like my mom has still never been to UNF. My dad hasn't seen me play in college live. Um, so that's obviously pretty rough and they were just super gutted that they couldn't come. Um, but just being able to watch that online is just like the second best thing. So they were just super happy that um, that was a setup and thank goodness for modern technology. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, going to, uh, you know, Donna was kind of the same battle for you. Anything else you want to add? Um, I would pretty much, I've live streamed almost every single one of our games this season because my mom and my dad always really wanted to watch and my grandma's. Um, so it, it was really useful to obviously be able to use that technology to be able to have them with me, even though they weren't actually there. And it was a struggle. My mom was planning to come down to watch a son but unfortunately some things happened and she wasn't able to so I was really happy that ESPN was still able to like completely cover it like super well it was awesome to watch too and they were able to like live through it that way obviously I know they would have enjoyed it so much more being there on the sidelines but I'm really happy that regardless they were still able to watch us play mm -hmm. so reflecting on it now you had almost a week now um what's this week been like how, you know, 
as the days go by, what does it feel like to be a champion? What's that experience like, you know, for yourself, but also to encourage future Ospreys to push for it? This, this week has definitely been very relaxing since we <laughs> haven't been able to really do anything. Sure. You know, we've actually been able to adventure a little bit more, go to a few places. Yesterday we went to Jin Springs, so nice. that was a nice little adventure. But um, yeah, it's it's still so surreal to me. You know, it doesn't feel like it happened because it, it was still pretty recent. And I don't, I don't know if it will ever hit me, but you know, it was, it's still such an amazing thing to reflect on and be able to watch back and see everyone and still talk about it because that is a once in a lifetime opportunity, especially for us too, since that, that was our last game at UNF, you know, we played our best and just like being able to look back on it, it, everything that we've had to do and that we've been given the opportunity to do here at UNF has all been worth it. Yeah, it's, it feels super weird because now I'm just done with college athletics. So I'm just like, what do I do with my life now? Like, what do I, what am I meant to do? Because it's weird, you know, you're just in that routine of you wake up, you're eating your breakfast and then you're going in for treatment and then you're going in for practice and then stuff like that. So now there's none of that. So I'm just kind of like, well, now I have all the time in the world, but what, what is there to do? So like John said, like just going out adventuring and being able to, you know, safely go out to restaurants again um, and stuff like that. It's just nice to, I don't know, have a little sense of um, normalcy in life and stuff like that. But yeah, it's still, it's still such a surreal feeling. And like Don said, once in a lifetime and, it's awesome to be a part of, to be a part of. So, you know, with beach volleyball being relatively new collegiately, but, you know, obviously then North Florida too, it being only in its 10th full season, you guys are a big part of North Florida history for beach volleyball now. You know, obviously you were here playing the first matches at the Coop. You got to see that come up. You know, you, you brought another championship back. You earned the first ranking ever in AVCA, which was huge. Donna, you're the all-time winning leader for winning percentage. Uh, Tony and Donna, both you guys have a lot of top 20 wins. Um, do you do you know do you know the context of that? Do you know that you know you're kind of a part of that history at North Florida? And what do you think can happen here at North Florida for beach volleyball going forward? I think like the sky's the limit, honestly, with North Florida because. We have come such a long way since being back at the fountains and having to train on those two courts where there was stickies all around, like we're getting get stuff stuck in our feet. Um, just even since then and since the coop has been, um, was built for us, that's just like the quality of training has just increased, being able to have more courts, people get more touches. Um, just even since that, it's, I mean, it's obviously such a major thing but ever since then, <clears throat> we've just grown so much as a program. Um, and I know that Coach Wright still has a lot of plans for different facilities and stuff. So I just really think that the sky's the limit. And beach volleyball is obviously still a growing sport. More and more schools are bringing in programs every day, which is just going to increase the, the competition and increase the exposure, which is definitely what the sport needs. Um, so I really just think that people that are coming in, like you are a part of something awesome and um there's just so much opportunity out there like just to make the most of and um yeah make all those sacrifices worth it in the end 
Yeah, there were so many breakthroughs in the three years that we've been here. And I just think that's such a motivation for what UNF is capable of, UNF Beach Volleyball, because, you know, we came into our class and there was like 10 new players and we were like, what, what is going on? Like, this is crazy. And then two years, three years later, that class is winning a sun champs, you know, there's, it's just, you don't expect something to be able to happen until there are those building blocks to get there. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's remarkable that it was 2019 for both you guys to come in and, you know, and Tony, you did have experience at the top pair and playing in the second, but Donna, it was, you know, predominantly the fourth pair for you that that full year. So uh, just your individual growth, both you guys. Um, really fun to watch. Really, really exciting. I, I can say for myself that uh, your championship this weekend was was probably the most memorable one that I've witnessed since since covering sports here. So. Uh, it was really fun to see, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, enjoy it as much as you can. Uh, anything that you guys want to leave with or say before we close this up? Just another like, huge thank you to like everyone that's helped us get here. Like you and your team that have been helping us since day one. Like we appreciate that so much, and everyone in administration. Like it is awesome how much support we have as athletes, and how like we could not have even come close to anywhere of our achievements without everyone um and just like our coaches and support staff like it's great like I just feel so blessed to have been a part of this program and to um have finished on a high like that because um that would not have been possible without every single person helping us and so we're just really really appreciative of everything people have done for us yeah there's been so much going on behind the scenes that like most of us don't even know about and it's it's just crazy the amount of support we've been able to feel since being here and being internationals obviously this is your home away from home and like administration coaches teammates everyone has been able to help us through the hardest times and be there for the best times so i just like thank i just want to thank you i thank everyone for everything that they've been able to give to me and that i've been able to give back to them and that we have been able to bring UNF to new heights with the program. I mean, you guys certainly have, uh, and it, it, you know, we're thankful for it too. So it's mutual there. So, well, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for joining today, guys. Uh, we really appreciate it. Again, congratulations champs and uh, soak it in. Thanks for listening to Talent Talk. Find the complete archive along with feature articles on UNFOspreys.com by going to fans and Talent Talk podcast series under the multimedia tab.